0: Hey, welcome to Full Life Conversations. I'm Nathan, your host. Today, we are in part four of our Life of Surrender series. And if you remember at the beginning of this podcast, we started with a series called The Road of Awakening, uh, which was the second of four series in this overarching theme of expected. And it is all based in the book of Luke. And today we're in in the 15th chapter of Luke. We're talking about staying connected and we're excited to have special guest Davis Winsler, uh, as part of our podcast today. So if you were joining us for mobile worship this last Sunday, you you saw that Garrett brought, uh, Davis in to team teach with him. So we're excited to have him as part of the conversation today. So let's get into it. Here's that conversation. Well, Hey guys. Hey. Yo. Hello. Man, it's good to be here again with you guys. Um, Davis Winsler. Uh yes. man, it's awesome to Woo, to have you join Davis. us. Davis. Yes. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I haven't spent a whole lot of time with you, but um, but the time that I have spent I really enjoyed. Um and mm. uh I I've really uh, really appreciated you and Melissa yes. for mm-hmm. the the ministry that you've brought to this church. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and just, just having hearts for, for prayer and absolutely and leading others in that as well. You know, you guys wrote a lot of the, the prayer guide yep. uh, for 22 days of prayer. Yeah. So, um, so just thank you for allowing the Lord to lead you here. Yep. Um, and it's been really cool to just watch you and Melissa, uh, come together and how mm-hmm. the Lord has done what, what an incredible work God's done in that. Yeah. So, so it's really good to have you with us, man. Yeah, it yeah. So, you know, we like to talk about, you know, what's, what's going on in, in our life right now, you know, what, so if you would just, yeah, sure. Share what's going on in your life uh, <laughs> with you guys.
1: Yeah. So like Nathan said, uh, I'm married to uh, Melissa Winsler.
2: Woo! <laughs> Love <laughs> Melissa.
0: Yes. She is awesome. Thanks I did to- not know that, um, oh my gosh, Pat died. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I did not know. Like when I found that I was like whole, whole other <laughs> level of respect for Melissa. I yeah. like, I love Pat Dye. Yeah, yeah. He's such a yeah. great coach.
1: They call him uh, Grandfather Football, is what they call him, or no, Granddaddy Auburn is what they call him, which is mm. funny. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's a crazy uh, connection. That yeah, that's, uh, her grandfather, War Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'd be dating for like a month and her whole family was getting uh <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> for the listener. Chrissa is not an Auburn fan.
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think we've been dating for like a month and her family got invited to Auburn to honor the statue of Pat Dye at Auburn. Wow. And uh but we weren't able to go for some reason. But her whole family is on the field getting honored for wow. a statue and wow. stuff like that. Yeah. And we've been dating for Maybe a month or something like that. You were
0: like, What am I getting myself into?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what is this?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is this riff raff?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. Been married for almost a year now. It's
2: been been awesome.
1: That is so cool. Thankful for uh Chris and Greg for walking us through life.
2: Oh what a gift. Yeah, Yeah. Chris, you did their wedding. You performed their ceremony. It was so great. Picture perfect day. Yes. It was amazing. Yes it was. It was amazing. I can't believe. It's been almost a year.
1: Almost a year. Yeah.
2: Time flies when you're having fun and doing life with the person you love better than anything. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Feels like five years, but also four months. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Whatever that means. And Davis in that year,
3: I mean, oh my goodness, like so much change. Like you have a new ish. I say
1: new. How long have you been at your new job for Lux Brew? Since October. Since October. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like five months, six months now. Yeah. Yeah. So managing Lux Brew. Um, yeah, general manager there, um, managing all those young adults. And, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. It's crazy. Never thought I'd be there, but yeah, it's just a young the adult put managing young adults. Yeah, I know <laughs> who does that, but the Lord, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's been great for the the five, six months and mm. having an amazing owner who loves the Lord and just got a vision from the Lord to go into marketplace ministry and, wow. um, it's really fun to be a part of that and living that out every day, like her vision. It's really, really cool to be a part of. Wow. Yeah. Well,
2: and you can feel the spirit's presence when you walk in. Yeah. You don't have to know the backstory to to feel that there's something different there, which is really cool. Yeah. And to be able to be a part of that, like you said, that's
1: yeah. really neat. We've had a lot of people come in and be like, well, like, what is different about this place? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's a really cool like conversation starter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can just tell.
3: I think that several of you that are really a key part of that are really spirit filled. I think mm. of you. Yeah. I think of Shaky. I think of Kim, the owner. You know, I think of the different believers that you guys have hired, and and knowing that that's not unintentional—that mm. she's staffed your your business with people that are
0: filled with the spirit. Yeah, yeah.
2: so cool. So, yeah. in,
0: in essence, that he's just been invited, uh, you know, consistently. Mm. And I know you guys have had like worship nights there. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean that just has created an atmosphere you know, and a, a, a welcoming place, mm-hmm. you know, for God to just,
1: you know. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So that's cool. To be a part of, and we're, we're having another one, March 24th. So awesome. Yeah. Come to that seven o'clock. Was <laughs> not planning on promoting that, but there, <laughs> yeah. That.
0: Yeah. that's a Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, it is Friday. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks Davis, uh, for sharing that, man. So today we're talking about staying connected. Garrett and, uh, you and Davis took this one. Yes. This last Sunday. And uh so so uh let's go deep deeper into what it means to to stay connected. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of staying connected, I mean, you know, how how cool is it that, you know, your the vision at Lux Brew is to is to continually, you know, connect with God. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that, that would that place mm-hmm. would be a great connection, you know a great place for people to connect with God Mm -hmm. and it is connected to God. Mm -hmm. Um, just, just by the, what, you know, what prayer has gone into just opening the business. So, um, so it's really cool. Full life is so much about living the awakened life. So I, I mean, I think it, I think it'd be awesome just to hear from you, you know, what are your thoughts on awakening? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What does that look like to you?
1: Yeah. I think it's been really cool to see Asbury just kind of um, on fire for the Lord right now and yeah. in the middle of that awakening. Just wanted to say that.
0: Yeah. Um, well, and let me I mean let me say too. I think it, it it's it's been because of people like you and Melissa yeah. and uh, so many of you know the our young adults just coming together. Yeah. yeah. And having that heart of of just praying for it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You know, it hasn't happened because, you know, I mean, it's happened because people have prayed for it. Yeah. yeah and so right. I just want to thank you hmm. uh, absolutely for your obedience in that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I even, just wanted to say that.
3: I even think back to when Melissa first started coming here, mm-hmm. that there was a moment where she really received a word from the Lord mm-hmm. saying, I'm going to bring revival to mm-hmm. Asbury and I, I want you to be part of it. Yeah. And then Davis, you fast forward to when you were supposed to be on a mission trip to Nepal. Yep. And the pandemic happened, and unexpectedly, you found yourself in Madison, Alabama. And I mean, here the Holy Spirit is guiding you, your future wife, <laughs> and simultaneously bringing you guys to this church. Yeah. Like Nathan said, to help steward this season, just mm. glory to the Lord—the only yeah. one Absolutely. that could write stories like this—and yeah. Yeah. and thank you to you guys for your obedience. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah.
1: Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of reminded of like your plan for your life and the Lord's plan is just not the same. <laughs> Yeah, and you saying that. Um, But yeah, when I think of awakening, I just think of availability is like Mm -hmm. such a big word that comes to mind of Mm -hmm. really what Melissa and I did was we were just available, you know. We just sat in prayer, you know, with you like so many nights, so many days, you know, week after week and stuff like that. And um, yeah, availability comes to mind. And, you know, when you're available and you're in, the presence of the Lord, you really just receive his heart for the people. And I think that's really where awakening starts is Mm -hmm. just people being, being available and sitting with the Lord in space and time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And you just really get to receive the Lord's heart. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then out of that, just burst whatever his plan is. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's, Awakening, which is really, really awesome.
0: Yeah, Mm. I really love that. I I think that really speaks into this whole life of surrender. Yeah, you you know, until you do surrender, you're not available. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. so that's so good. It's really encouraging. I think for the person who, you know, (laughs) I mean, talking to myself, but uh, Mm -hmm. but I mean, yeah, just for the person who just might be struggling with, um, you know, wondering where or what God is doing, where God is, what, um, how he's moving. Um, how available have I made myself Mm. to the move of God? Yeah. You know, um, it's so good. Mm. I mean, we can be going through something and, but it, but if we, if we step out of that situation and just go, Serve someone, you know, mm-hmm. just go help someone, you know, your neighbor or whatever you've, you know, when you make yourself available, you automatically, you know, you sense something change in your, mm-hmm. in your heart, you know, in your mind and there, that in and of itself. I love that. That's, that's mm-hmm. such a good, um, such a good description of what awakening is, Yeah, is, is making yourself available. But, I love that. That's awesome. Mm. That really meant a lot to me. Yeah. yeah. Let's read uh, Luke 15, 1 through 11. Chrissa, would you do that? <laughs> 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 I would love oh, to. Our, uh, our resident reader, uh, because she brings the print uh, to, sure. the, to the room.
2: So 15, Luke 15, 1 through 11? Yes. Okay. Tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. This made the Pharisees and teachers of religious law complain that he was associating with such sinful people, even eating with them. So Jesus told them this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors saying, rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous and have, haven't strayed away. Or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and sweep the entire house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she will call in her friends and neighbors and say, Rejoice with me because I have found my lost coin. In the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents.
3: Yeah. So, Davis and I talked about this in the mobile recording. Um, Essentially, Jesus, like Chris I read, is teaching to two groups of people in one space. So, we got the sinners and tax collectors and the Pharisees. And it's very interesting because, like, the Pharisees, right, are the people that are supposed to know God's heart. And we find that Jesus here gives three stories that explain the reality of God's heart, not like what the Pharisees think. Mm-hmm. And then explaining that he gives them three stories of three lost things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a lost sheep, we have a lost coin, and then eventually there's a parable of the lost son with a prodigal son. And it's interesting, a lot of um, commonalities mm-hmm. in the three stories that Davis and I talked about in the mobile message. But um, I would just say in essence, it's about the fact that uh, God is a God that seeks out the lost and seeks mm-hmm. out lost things. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that when you consider the final result of God finding the lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost son. The result is they're not just saved from their lostness, but they're saved into a flock or into a family, right? They're saved Mm -hmm. into connection. So in, in terms of today's podcast, I mean, it's the reality that salvation is not just Jesus taking us out of our darkness and sin. Although it is that, praise God, praise yeah. God. Mm-hmm. But the fullness of sanctification is more than that. I'm not just being brought out of my Egypt, I'm being brought into a promised land. Yeah. And that's a family and that's connection. Yeah. And that's so right. I would even say, you know, Davis, it's so cool to have you here because you're representing kind of some of the millennial generation voice. I think that's a huge hunger millennials have that they're missing sometimes in their salvation experiences they're like, "Well, I want connection." Yeah. Like that's not just some random thing they want because of social media. That's because you were designed to be saved into connection. Yeah. You're designed, yeah. you're wired as a human being, I mean, to be in the image of God who is Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Garrett and myself is not the image of God. Us as a community, we're the image of God more fully. Mm -hmm. So I I just think this passage is all about Jesus and the father saving people, not just from something, but into a connection, into a family. And that's powerful and humans hunger for
0: that. Yeah. So good. It's like, it's, it's like the second half of the gospel Mm -hmm. that, that we, um, that we really need to talk about more and more. Yeah. I mean, just to know that it's not, it's not just it's not just being saved. It's not fire insurance, <laughs> you know. It yeah. is this. What are you? What are we stepping into now? Yeah. And where are we going? And yeah. and and what it? What is it to have godly sorrow? Uh, you know, and 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 just to keep going through, yeah, progression, of of sanctification. Not to use you know this big yeah. word, but I mean just God making us like Himself.
3: Yes, that's right. Chris, I think of when we first started this podcast, you really spearheaded the road of awakening and talking about how it's not a road we walk alone. Mm-hmm. That was just like this theme we kept coming mm-hmm. back to. And it, it really is. Um, in fact, I, I would go so far as to say if somebody's a Christian and has felt saved from something, but has never stepped into real community, mentors, accountability partners, they're going to wind up very dissatisfied yeah. Yeah. with so, faith. That's right. That it's like, well, yeah, I'm saved from sin, and I've been saved from sin, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving, I'm not growing yeah. It's because that happens in community yeah. uh, and you need that second half of the gospel mm-hmm. to really be
1: satisfied, yeah, and also in that in those verses, it talks about what happens when a person gets saved. the person who saves them goes and celebrates and tells everyone in the community, mm-hmm. yeah, so. Mm-hmm what happens after is the whole community finds out and they celebrate with them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just more evidence of what happens after is you're in community and you're being celebrated. You're being lifted up. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's interesting. um, You know, sometimes we just share different personal stories on here. And um, I was thinking about um, just the story of my parents and um, my mom's dad. uh, Grandpa grew up on a farm in Southeast Michigan, he grew up raising cattle. And so uh, when he raised my mom, they were raised with kind of a farm environment. They didn't raise cattle, but they raised a lot of their own food. And um, my mom often tells stories about, uh, she remembers pulling in all the beans from their fields with her sisters. Mm -hmm. And she said they would sit for hours in this living room of their parents and they'd put all the beans on a blanket and they would tip the beans, pull the tips off, and it would take hours. And she talked about how the result of that was they had hours to talk and they felt very close and they felt really tight as sisters and they just felt super connected. Mm. And it's interesting when I hear that story, that just seems so different than the world we live in right now of phones and notifications Mm -hmm. and just go, 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 go. And I, I think so much of our culture has sacrificed authentic connection in the name of efficiency and doing things quicker. But we've discovered that doesn't make life better. Um, I look at my mom's generation, and they were sitting around tipping beans, very <laughs> slow paced. But it brought connection. It brought opportunity mm-hmm.
0: to have conversation, and yeah. uh, we're missing that. We're we're well, and and really glean wisdom, you <laughs> know, from from one generation to to, to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely missing out on that.
3: Yeah,
2: I was doing some research recently about social isolation Hmm. and the impact that that has on physical health Hmm. and how it can create problems. It can create problems, but it can also exacerbate existing physical health issues. Mm -hmm. And the article I was reading was really just a word of acknowledgement and bringing to attention how that can happen particularly for our our older adults but I started thinking too about how we we can make the case that we are more connected than ever but more disconnected and isolated Mm. because we have we have allowed that to become a substitute and so even in the church we're not immune to that Mm. and so I think the constant circling back around to community and being with people uh, is so incredibly important for so many reasons, for every aspect of our ongoing development, uh, how important that is, and that's, that's something that really sticks out to me. I love this passage, and I just really, as I was preparing, I just kept thinking about the word lost, and I thought about this time where Greg and I were driving before smartphones, speaking of technology, before smartphones and technology, we actually went to a website and typed in the address of where we were starting (laughs) from and where we were going and it printed out. This list and MapQuest. Map. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, fellow Gen Yeah. Map what? Huh? Yeah. I have Ma- no, right. yes, you know, no clue what they have no clue.
0: MapQuest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dot com. It's dot a great, yeah. it's a
2: great story. Got
0: me lost every time.
2: Every time. <laughs> and sometimes, like one time in particular, Greg and I were in the air somewhere in Virginia. We had never been before it was much later than we thought. There was a bad storm blowing in, the, mm. the wind was blowing. We were on these back country roads and we had no idea where we were. And I remember how frightening that was because nobody else could help us, we were, we were it. And mm. when we, at some point we started noticing a glow of, of lights and so we knew we were near something and how relieved we felt. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about this, and you know, like we've all been around when like a parent or a caregiver lost a child in a store mm. and how you don't even have to know the people to feel terrified collectively for them and with them. And then, you know, you, I've even caught myself before like trying to help look, you know, for the, the child, child or whatever. And then just like there is this this collective panic then there's almost this collective sigh of relief when the child is found, hmm. and I just thought, man, that is such that is such a story for our state. You know how how terrifying it is. We've all been lost, yeah. um, certainly when we have not said yes to Jesus yet. But how many times along the way have we felt ourselves in a place where we just couldn't quite, we just we just weren't sure how we were going to get out, yeah. and this moment of panic and then this relief that comes, this, this joy, really, we see that all through the story, mm. the joy that comes when we're found, when mm-hmm. somebody finds us mm. or when we, when we find something that we've lost and how that is just a small glimpse of how Jesus pursues us and leaving, leaving the 99 That's you, right. To That's right. to go after the one and the joy that comes from that three mm-hmm. different mentions just in the, just in the, parable the, the first part of that with the lost sheep of this this joy that that happens and and this nearness and then now I've got to share it with people right as you mm-hmm. said yeah. Davis we've got to we've got to share that and what a beautiful picture that is of really the father's heart for us yeah. but then as we seek to be people who live out what it means to for our lives to look more and more like Jesus as we follow him uh, how do we how do we live that out in in our in our own world we mm-hmm. we as the scripture says, we mourn with those who mourn or, you know, and we rejoice with those who rejoice. And that's really just part of the gift of community. We Mm -hmm. don't do any of that on our own. And then just again, going back to the, the social isolation and, and how we, how we combat that in the church, it is being together is absolutely being together and praying together and sharing meals together and laughing together, playing games with one another and knowing that you know at some point we we need to really be interceding on others' behalfs because they have something really heavy going on and mm-hmm. just love the just the progression in these stories of something was lost and then it was found and how that is something we can all relate to yeah um we we all have some kind of example in our mind for that and just how it reiterates the the father's love for us mm. and how how he pursues us yes until he finds us yeah mm-hmm. you know
0: and on the other side, I think too, it's, it's so important for us to, to commit to that connectedness and just to show up, yeah. not just to be sought out, not to be found, but to show up, Absolutely. to go and be there. Um, and, and a lot of times that's all it takes, Some, you know, just showing up to be connected to someone else, to, to be connected to a, 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 a family of people you know, to be, to be connected to uh, this community, whatever it is, just show up, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, get up and go. Yeah. Um, don't, you know, don't sit in your loneliness and wallow. You know, I struggle, you know, so many times just being okay with, you know, I don't want to, I don't, it's too peopley, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, mm-hmm. but man, you know, the, the minute I, uh, The minute I show up and connect with, with, I I meet with two other guys every Wednesday and, Mm -hmm. and for, for a long time it was, we'd text, Hey, are we meeting? Are we meeting? You know, coffee, whatever. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, dude, if, if I'm not going to be there, I'll let you know, Mm -hmm. you know, just just because, I mean, we've been, it's been what, five, six, almost seven years. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Um. But but there have been so many times where I'm just, I'm I don't I don't feel like going, you know. I want to just wallow in whatever mm-hmm. you know I'm dealing with or whatever.
2: And I bet you never regret going. It's one of those things that we we will never regret. No. Engaging.
0: No. Nope. Hmm. If we'll
2: just if we'll just step out. Show And up. do that and yeah. show up. And I think sometimes we. I mean, being humans. I don't know, maybe I'm just projecting my own thing onto everyone, but I, it's so easy for us to overcomplicate something that's really not that complicated. Yeah. You know, we think, well, I don't know that I have anything to offer or, you know, everybody's so busy, you know, they don't have time for me or whatever. And I believe that we can subtly believe um, these lies that the enemy would want us to remain isolated. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be willing to just step out. And if we're having one of those days, where we're struggling, we need to have a group of people like yeah, you're yeah. talking about the three yeah. where you can say hey, I am really struggling today. I need you to pray for me. Yeah. And so you have community at the broader, you know, the more general part of the the gathered worshiping body that comes together and how God always does something in our hearts and transforms us when we do that. Absolutely. But then being connected on a deeper level with people Like you have two guys that you meet with and I have women that I meet with, you know, that we have people that we're walking deeply with, that we give them permission to ask the hard questions. Hmm. And we have permission to ask the hard questions because we have trust and we've built relationship and we are rooted um, in Christ. And we all Hmm. desire to grow. And I just don't know, talking again about sanctification, I don't know how we how we continue to grow unless we have relationships absolutely. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it is absolutely, it is absolutely oxygen yep. yeah. for my soul yep. and my mm-hmm. own spiritual formation. I know that Yes, yeah. I shudder yeah. to think where I would be uh, if I didn't have mm-hmm. that. And so I thank the mm-hmm. Lord for those women um, that God has given me over the years to, to be able to walk, to walk absolutely. through that.
1: Yeah. yeah. You
0: know? mm-hmm. Well, and it, I don't know. I just keep thinking about how it's been proven scientifically that, it is better to smoke a pack of cigarettes every day than for 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 one to be lonely mm. you know yeah. it's it's incredibly mm-hmm. you know powerful just to just to be connected with other people mm.
2: i um, think too we have to be on the lookout i mean we want we we receive it's definitely mutual we receive the the benefit personally when we you know, are all in when yeah. we when we engage in those types of relationships that, that benefits us. But I think a lot of times um we may we may sell ourselves short in terms of what we have to offer when really mm. we think it's gotta look a certain way. But really you you talked about this earlier, Davis, with awakening. It's being available. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's That's right. just being it's the available. Same thing. Same thing. You yeah. don't we don't have to make it complicated. Right. You know, how do we just show up for people? And how do we have the humility to say when we're having a hard time, Hey, I I need you. I I think it goes both ways. Yeah. And that connection piece is so much a part of how God has designed us. We cannot live without it.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think too, uh, you know, the longer you go not connecting with someone, the weirder (laughs) it seems that relationship gets like they're like the enemy has a way of just sowing fear and sowing mm-hmm. doubt and sowing, they don't like me or they're mad at me or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> how stupid, yeah. you know what I mean? And until you make yourself available mm-hmm. and just reach out, you realize how dumb, how dumb was that for me to think mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, yeah. just make yourself available.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes it's even hard to take a step forward, but that's when you need to ask the Holy Spirit and be like, I just need help asking for help.
3: Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah, so absolutely.
1: Good. like sometimes we can't take a full step. So we just need a little push and it's like, okay, Holy spirit. Like, that's what you yeah. do. Like, let yeah. me ask for help. Love that's that. right. Yeah. Know,
3: that's right. Davis, that'd be a phenomenal step for somebody who's listening today that might say, you know what? I don't have the kind of connection you guys are describing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have somebody that deeply knows me that I deeply know, like mm-hmm. that just, you know, that is available for me that I'm available for. That'd be a great step. So I'm going to say, okay, Holy spirit, give me the boldness. To reach out yeah, and to ask for somebody to connect and get coffee and yeah. be a great first step to take from today.
1: Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like we need to pray about that right now.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
2: Yeah. Davis, can you yeah. do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, how <laughs> cool is it that we can just sit here and say, uh, we need you. Uh, yeah. Yes. How Lord. available you are and... How uh listening you are that we can just no matter where we are, uh, no matter how deep we feel or how far away or disconnected from people we feel. Yeah, uh, we can just say help. And yeah. That's right. Holy Spirit, you you lead us. That's you, right. You lead us. Um Paul talks about boasting and weakness. Um, mm. so I just lift that up to anyone right now that feels yes, like they're lost or mm. That feels like how they feel is weak, uh, just lift that up to the Lord right now, uh, we just pray for uh your heart uh we pray for the Holy Spirit to come and to counsel you and guide you that's heart. right that's yeah. right um we need help, Holy spirit, so yeah, yeah. do what you do, and um uh, just go pick up whoever needs your help right now yeah. that's right, that's um, right mm-hmm. yes, God. we thank you that you do that, yeah. yes, Lord.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Lord, we just pray if somebody's listening who's been praying for a mentor for a mm. long time. We pray that you would send a mentor into their life, Lord. Yeah. And Lord, we pray for the person who's listening that has the availability and capacity to be a mentor. Yes. Would you send them somebody to pour into, Lord?
2: Mm-hmm. Lord, I feel like there might be somebody listening who has bought into the lie that they really don't have anything to offer anymore. Sure. And so, God, I just, I first of all speak against that lie and ask, Holy Spirit, would you come and and show whoever that person might be that uh, he or she is fearfully and wonderfully made and has tremendous gifts and graces to offer. Mm-hmm. And so, God, even as Davis prayed for those who need to reach out for help, um, maybe that's somebody of... younger generation, and I have in my mind somebody um, maybe who is in an older generation, my generation or older, who thinks that maybe they just don't have enough to offer or they don't have, they don't really have any wisdom or anything to offer. God, I just pray that even in ways that we will never see and we don't have to see, would you connect people?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Would you just connect them by the power of your spirit and would you bring forth much fruit in the lives of, of all involved? Yes God God, I just sense your presence here right now as I do so often when we have these conversations and I know Lord, that you are ministering to hearts right now. Yeah. I know you're ministering to mine, and so we thank you for this moment to just pray and sense your presence and and pray into what we feel you doing in this moment. We pray this in the name
0: of Jesus. Amen. 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 Yeah, that's so good. It's such a good challenge for us all, um, you know, to experience awakening. Um, that that takes us in so many ways, making ourselves available. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Davis, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This has been really rich. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Been... Thank y'all. Thank you all so much for letting me be here. Absolutely. You'll
2: have to come back sometime. Yeah,
1: yes. Please. <laughs> well,
0: we'll, we'll bring you and Melissa in. Yes. yes. <gasps> the old oh, life. best day ever. <laughs> Can't wait. Mrs. <It's> toes. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's so great to hear different uh, perspectives about awakening. All about uh, surrendering and staying connected. As always, if you have any thoughts or questions for us, please send those to podcast at weareasbury.com. We'd love to connect with you and continue this conversation. If you would like to support our ministry financially, submit a prayer request, listen to any of our messages from all our Asbury worship venues or Join us live on Sundays at 9 a.m. for mobile worship. You can find all of those at weareasbury.com. Remember to share our podcast with a friend or family member so you too can start a conversation with those in your circle. Thanks again for being a part of this journey with us as we live real life with each other, full life with God, and kingdom life on earth. See you next time.